This podcast is aimed at the veteran community. It hopes to recreate a conversation taking place in any NAFI anywhere in the world right now. We want to combat social isolation by letting veterans feel part of this conversation. If you are easily offended, please switch off now. And if you want to see more, please subscribe to this channel and be part of the community. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Veterans in Crisis podcast. Um, tonight we have Barry Fisher. Uh, Barry was in the army, but he is also a member of VIX. Welcome, Barry. Thank you. How are you doing, mate? Not too bad. You're nervous, aren't you? Yes. What are you nervous for? I'm almost nervous in front of you. No, you haven't got to be nervous, <laughs> mate. It's just a conversation. Okay. So I know, well, we didn't no, know, but actually. we've just realised that you've never watched one of these before, have you? No. I you've never heard of a podcast? I don't know what a podcast is, no. Okay. Right, so what we try to do is we start off... Probably with your childhood, see where you grew up, see what the world was like when it was black and white. Right. Um, and then we'll go through sort of your leading up to joining the army, join the army, your training, what regiment you went in, your army career. Yeah. Then when you leave the army and the problems you've suffered since then. Okay. But okay. let's not make it fucking depressing, eh? Let's 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 have a little bit not of a laugh in it. Naturally depressing. Person. I know. I know. I mean, you turn milk sour. I do. You turn milk sour. <laughs> Right, oh, well, let's start. So, how old are you, Barry? I'm um, 57. 50. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? So. Yeah. Well, what, if you're 57, can I just ask you one question? Uh, when we went away at Camden, why did you leave your, Why did you have to write your name in your coat? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? Well, I didn't, obviously, but the reason was because I knew you were about that interest. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as well because we knew it was yours because you had a piece of string with your gloves yes. hanging from your coat. <laughs> well, yeah. you'd have so, run away as well. <laughs> so, you're 57. Where did you grow up? Hettenley Hall. And what was that like? Uh, just typical miner's son, grown up. Do you have a big family? Uh, yeah, but I was quite far, by far the, the youngest. Aye. So my nieces and nephews were more like my brothers and sisters. Ah, uh, that's what happened in my family. Like, so how many sisters and brothers have you got? I've got three brothers and two sisters. Good. And uh, what was your upbringing like? Um, well, I'm told that I was spoiled because I was the youngest. But you can't remember? I don't remember being spoiled. Yeah. So just lying to you, mate. Just lying to you, aren't Because they never bought you out. They never bought you out. And I go, fucking hell, you were well uh, spoiled here, man. Uh, so, Hentley, oh, is that, is that like a mining village? It is. Just yeah. for the viewers, that's not from around Town, here. yeah. Aye. And how good happened now? Um, nothing in particular. <laughs> Well, this is going to be the shortest God. fucking podcast I've ever done, if you're going to answer questions like oh, that. Oh, for me? I thought yes. you meant it the minute. No, no. So when you were a kid in Hetton, oh, yeah. what was it like? What did you get up to and stuff? Um, well, I, I grew up over the Dane, really, climbing right. trees and plodging in the back and oh. with me mates. This is this is like a kind of common theme for people who have joined the army, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, when I've had people on, they've all said like, <clears throat> playing outside and in the wards and stuff like yeah. that, and it is a quite a comfort because nowadays people, kids are indoors, aren't they? Exactly, you know, on the There's computers no, like, and that, you know. With my grandparents, I get them out into the woods, going to the camps and making camps and Aye. things as often as possible. It's, it's, it's good, isn't it? It's, it it's is, good. it's better than just being on 
the games. Mm. It's character building, yeah, mate. Character it building. So you, your brothers and sisters, uh, did your dad work in the pit? He did, yeah. Oh, I mind yeah. it as well. Um, you got any stories from your childhood you want to you want to discuss? Um, you do realise you're going cockeyed and you're on film. Oh, I'm not, I thought it was just <laughs> no noise. It's, no, no, it's, no, it's filmed as oh, well. Okay. So don't pull faces. <laughs> um, no, and. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you were going to say this? Um, I haven't got any stories as such because I'm not allowed to say depression things. Right. So, Why is that? Um, you didn't say what you want. <laughs> you didn't talk about anything um, you want, mate. Anything no, the, you're comfortable The biggest things in my upbringing are quite sad things, really. Okay. Um, me, it's one Sunday afternoon when I was about eight, me me, me mum. We're just sitting and she had a heart attack and it was just me and her. And that was quite traumatic. Fucking that, well, it will be traumatic. So, and then a couple of years later, she survived it. Um, my dad suddenly died of a stroke. Jesus. So Were you there was, then as well? Uh, I was in the house, yeah. Now old were Um My dad was 52. My mum would have been um, in her 50s. It's no yeah, age, man, so is it? It's no age, no. So, uh, but other than that, me, my childhood was happy. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not it's, around enough. Yeah, I was never in. It was, the, you know, typical. You go home when the day gets dark, <coughs> you get hungry. Oh, I was going to say, oh, she shouts for and your yeah, tea. Aye. 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 Exactly the same as me, mate. Mm -hmm. um, what made you want to join the army then? Have you got relatives in the army? No. Well, I had in the war, but I didn't, didn't know them. Um, but it was literally sitting, uh, I was about just 16, I'd get in a job in a cash and carry and thinking, oh, this is going anywhere, what am I going to do? And I opened it, Sunderland Echo, and I just said, join the army, and I went, like, oh, that sounds like a good idea, ma'am, <laughs> I'm going to join the army. She didn't even look for, up from she the paper, she was like, where are you? Stupid, <laughs> join the army, you know what mums are like, and then. I went away, and me they gave us two weeks. Oh, I'd be back in two weeks. And then I was in 15, yeah. <laughs> it's a long two weeks. It's a long two weeks. It's a good job you did that again, get bread <laughs> and milk. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a few people on that um, did did that by the advert, by filling in the newspaper. Oh, I think yeah. Sweeney and I think Sam right. uh, both filled things in, in the newspaper. So did you go down to Barrow Road and do your thing, I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you were 16, you went down there, you uh -huh. did your test, and then did you test, define what regiment you went in, or did you pick what you wanted? I picked what I wanted. And what did you go in? Initially, I went in the Remy. Right. Because my um, brother-in-law, who, as I said, is much older than me, um, he was in the Remy. And he says, you need to come out with the trade, come out mm. with the trade. Everyone says that, don't they? And uh, but I sharp realised the Remy wasn't for me. A, I was too thick. Right. And I didn't want to see eye, but B, I just agreed with uh, Well, you're the one who calls it. <laughs> um, I was, I was too thick for it. I was going to say, get, I wouldn't it's, have it's, e, very far it's E, then the it's B. And then B. <laughs> <laughs> Stop interrupting. <laughs> um, and then B, I like to break the tanks and not think, fix them. Right. You know, it was, it was 
good laugh driving uh, him, and that's all I changed. So how long were you in the Remy like? Just um, enough time to do trade training and get into a first post, and so maybe two and a half years. Aye. That's a long, long time, long. though. It's a long time, two and a half years. Yeah. It's half my army career. Uh, you know, well, it's so. a long time for you. But. Yeah, it is. Huh? So you decided to go into the tank regiment. So I did, do you want yeah. to describe how you pick tank regiments? Well, the reason I picked it, I was I was based with an artillery regiment, five heavy, and me ASM artificer sergeant major. He says, "Baz, you, you don't want to go in." So I was going to just transfer to them, and and. Sorry, I just knocked the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, you don't want to go in there. And he, he previously had a posting with the local regiment from the northeast, the uh, 15th, 19th, the King's Royal Hussars, and he just got on the phone to the, the RSM there, and I went went down for a couple of weeks, just been in the tank park, and I loved it, and we all got on, and I came back and went through the process of uh, recap badging. Very good. Uh, what, why do they call it 1519? Because it's an amalgamation of a regiment called the 15th and a right. regiment called the 19th. Right, I, I don't know, hundreds of years ago. Uh, that's what I was thinking, it must have been a long time ago. So, so you went in there, you decided you liked it. Loved it. Did you have to train? Yeah, I had to retrain. Um, I wanted to, because I'd been a vehicle mechanic in the Raimi and I, I wasn't enjoying it. I could have done, and probably should have done, being a, like a, driving a maintenance side of things, because yeah. you specialise in either gunnery, radio or signals. Uh, but I fancy going on the radio and that, and so I did signals initially up until, and did my SIGs instructors, and then after that, we converted from main battle tank to reconnaissance and we had guided missiles introduced into the regiment and I was picked for that. So I, I kind of went gunnery after that and did um, GW guided weapons up to instructor level. There So if we go back to when you first joined, 16, mm-hmm. where does the Remy train when you're 16? So did you... Were you a junior leader or junior soldier? No, I was too late for that. I was too old. Right. I went, my mum took us to Newcastle train station the day after my 17th birthday. Right. And that's when I went to Sutton Coalfield right. for a couple of days. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went there. And from there you go straight to basic training. And that was a place called Arborfield at well, the did, time. Did you leave Sutton Coalfield to go to basic training? Straight away, Did yeah. you? Mm-hmm. And I say I, I went to Sutton Coalfield when I was at school. And I came yeah, back. Yeah, it all changed. Oh. young, say I'm old. Oh, are you right? Are you right, oh. right? So you went to where? Or? Um, Arborfield. Where's that? Hampshire. Right. I think. And what yeah. was that like? Um, Shock to the system? Yeah, it kind of was. I wasn't as fit as what I thought I was. and um, But I enjoyed it and I managed to pass out. Knee homesickness? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah. So in them days, for your train ticket, you only got a little piece of cardboard, really, and the conductor used to clip it out, right. and I used to try and get the clips that he clipped out so I could maybe stick it back together right. and use it again to get right. back up. So I was, I was really missing it, but I stuck it out. 
So how long does training gone when you were? At, uh, uh, twelve weeks it was. Twelve weeks. Well, it's not. It's not. It's, when, it's not long, is it? It's not long. I mean, the navy. No, but the, I think Sam and Mark, who's been on, I think they did eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks, June. And then I think Jim. I think he might have only did six in the RAF. Aye. That was only able to use them key fobs to get in the hotels that were stayed at. <laughs> so you, you're down there. Meet any good lads? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember the the names now. No, not what you'd uh, have to remember the names. Yeah, it was some good good camaraderie there. And did you do some adventure training and stuff? Uh, yeah. It's when I first went to the Alps and that. And I first did, you know, a bit of rocks, rock climbing. Aye. Via Ferrata, things like that. And did I you? thought, oh, this is great, this. Aye, did getting that... paid to do this. Oh, that's, that's, well, that's the blag, that isn't it? That was a big, big thing. Mm. It worked for me. Mm. You know, that's what they do. But, yeah, I thought, you know, you get some shit times in any job, but if you're also getting paid to do this, mm. it's great. It and is. I love, I love adventure training especially. Did all sorts. So in your after your eight weeks, where did you go? Um, from there, I went on from basic training to trade training. Right. And I. And where was that? Borden. Borden. Yeah, Borden. It is. Uh, I was might still be there. A massive um, Remy base. Right. For all the trade training, and I did a the initial course in. Um, Fixing chieftain tanks, and from there I got my posting. Where was your first posting? Hildesheim, Where's in that? Germany. All right. Uh, now old were you then? Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen. So eighteen-year-old yeah. yeah. leaving leaving the country for the first time was it? Aye. And what was that like? Exciting. Aye. And um, a bit worrying. Yeah, apprehension. But um, the thing is, at the end of our course. We thought, right, all the lads who've done well on the course, you know, just decide amongst us. They can have first pick of the postings. Mm. And the people who did shit can have the last pick of the postings. And you decided that yourselves, right? And so we decided that nobody had heard of Hildesheim. Everyone wanted to go to a base workshop to get experience. So me being the shittiest person who scraped through training. Did you? Uh, like I said, I yeah. wasn't brainy enough for Remy. Um, I actually ended up with the best possible posting from what was given to us. So, so whereabouts in Germany is that like that? It doesn't ring any bells, woman. Um, from the British sector, it's towards the south. And it's south of Hanover. Like sort of east of Paderborn, west of yeah. Brunschwag. So if you were 18 then, exciting times, but you went there into where? You'll not have went, because Remy's don't have their own things, do they? No, what do you mean? Do you get posted with another regiment or something? the Royal Artillery. Right, the Royal Artillery. And what was that like? Yeah, I enjoyed it. When when I was um, on exercise, if the Remy side of things was slack and everything was running... It would be so boring to me. So I used to just go and be one of the gun crew with the, the artillery lads, and I used to sit on the M105s, M105s, M107s, um, and be a gunner, really. 
Uh, I really loved that. And that's what made us want uh, to transfer. So did you all, do you think you always had it in your mind to transfer then? Um, once I started to know what the crack was, I realised the Remy wasn't wasn't going to work mm. for us and I would, wouldn't be doing a long time in the army if I stayed there. Because I'd fulfil my potential mm. quite soon. <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> <think> <laughs> <bastard>. <laughs> Not everyone will be pretty, miss. Not everyone will be pretty. Exactly. So you've... You stayed in Germany how long? Um, well, off and on. With that battalion? Long, uh, with that, well, it was a regiment. At, um, I think I was with them about a year and a half and then I transferred and I went directly from Hildesheim to Paderborn. I've been there. The, where the 15th, 19th right. were based at the time. And what did you think about that? Loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Any funny stories or anything? Do you want to elaborate? Any? <laughs> um, well, I came home once and um, all my money I saved up, I bought the bike. Pedal bike? A pedal bike. And I took it back to Germany with us. I was out of the knot with it, had panniers on and that. Had what on? Panniers, them like bags for putting your kit in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, any, uh, the trains, mo moving swiftly on. You know what? Where it's like you come back skinned. Well, I was on NATO travel order. I didn't have a passport. There's no such, you know, there's, you could get across the, the water and, and that. But anyhow, I was a NATO travel order. You've got to say, all right, I will be catching the ferry to Hook Holland. I'll be getting a train to um, Hanover and then to Hildesheim and then I was skin and then I got to Hull all right with my bike because your bikes go for free on British trains or they did and then I got on my ferry all right and I got off at Rotterdam Hook of Holland and they wouldn't let us on the train because I needed a ticket for my bike and I only had five guilders and I thought, well, this is my new bike. I'm not just leave. I says, how much is a map? And uh, so with all my money and all my gear and my bike, I just bought the map and I started to cycle back to Germany <laughs> from Holland. And it was kind of quite an experience, really. Oh, but it was... I was late back. I thought right, it'd be easy this bit because I'll just yeah, follow. It's the, all flat, isn't it? So I'll just follow the canals, yeah. and then the police stopped. There's bikes aren't allowed to follow Riding canals. the canals. <laughs> so I spent a night in Arnhem, Arnhem underneath the bush. I was starving, starving really bad, and I was pinching apples off people's trees. <laughs> Fucking hell! And I'll tell you what. <laughs> 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 what it was. <laughs> and if I saw a pear tree, I was out of the knot. <laughs> and then on the second night, I happened to stumble across, across <laughs> a corn on the cob field. And I thought, all my dreams are coming true. I said, I'm going to stay up all night munching on this corn on the cob. Wait, I've never seen it before, I didn't know yet to boil it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm like, you know, when them cartoons, yeah. when your teeth shatter on it, I thought, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you just have to stop it there. Uh, I think I think the funniest part about that story, which the viewers will not know, is you got lost in fucking Allen heads uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the map. We had it. Had a work because I failed. Actually, get lost. <laughs> so I was the only one with the guts to take the map. So I'll just there. tell tell the viewers a little bit about that. So all we had to do was walk along, follow a wall, <laughs> and put no bars went right in the middle because it failed. And then, poor me, all I said was. Baz, I think you've got us lost. <laughs> Baz stormed off. <laughs> he stormed off, but the thing is, he stormed off the wrong way. <laughs> and everyone had to say, Baz, come back. And then Baz wouldn't talk to us for the rest of the day as if it was my fault. <laughs> um, no, that's not the crack. Yes, it is. Right. Oh, then back to you being uh, eating corn on the cob. Um, yeah, and then eventually I got into Germany and I didn't, I was totally knackered. Because <laughs> my bike was so heavy because my panniers were <laughs> full of all my gear and the rucksack on, the racing bike. And I stopped. Say like uh, carry on camping. I said it was worse. I, saw, I thought, well, I'll ask this, this lady where there's an army base and I'll just go get them to get us back to my army base. So I says, and surely couldn't see <laughs> Spreckensy Deutsch. I mean, Spreckensy English. <laughs> and she went, I am English. And I was that relieved. I fell off my bike and she had to <laughs> help us back up. I was in the bush. And she ended up being a, um, an RAF lad's wife. And she showed us how to get the RAF um, Brooklyn, I think it was. Uh. And um, from there, I was shown to where the army detachment of signals were. And um, I just fell asleep in the like, naffy room, woke up, and all the lads were around, and like, we say, like, you Sweet corn sticking uh, out of his teeth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody had speak risen out. I thought we were That'll be them things on the foot side of your bike. I, no, I hadn't seen me bike. That oh, was it. And it says, Well, what are you doing now? Like, I says, Oh, I've been, I've been on my bike. <laughs> been cycling across no, Europe. No, I just said, I've been on my bike. says, Oh, how big's your bike like? I says, What do you mean? How big is it? By what size engine has it got? I says, Push bike. And they're like, What? You fucking cycled all the way from Rotterdam. <laughs> and then they were like my best mates. Like, uh, but then that story's just absolutely mental. So, uh, so, what, so how did you I get from there? I got train from warrants there? from there. They took us in the Land Rover to the train station. To get, did they get a ticket for your bike? Yeah. And um, I got back, I was four or five days late, but... They couldn't give a shit because me, me story Because they couldn't was, stop laughing. Me story was so so funny, they uh, said. They says i just get... Because we were out on exercise a couple of hours after... It would have been brilliant if you just rode on exercise just, on your bike, wouldn't uh, it? Just, With your panniers. Just says, go and get your kit. We're going out on exercise. And that was it. Class, eh? Mm. It's funny you should mention the aircon on the cob because, you know, when, when you're on exercise in Germany, you can really do what you want, can you? 
you really take over villages and yeah. stuff. And that was the first time I seen corn on the cob, and I did the same thing. Fucking hell! Now Bitterton and, uh, was rock hard, rock, man. Rock hard. Uh, uh, it's crazy because you, when we were kids, cornfields. I I sort of put that as corn on the cob for some reason when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and then when I seen it, the big thing like that, you know. No, bloody Germans, eh? So, once you got back on your bike, um, what camp were you in then? I was in Toffrek Barracks in Hildesheim. And what was that like? Grex was just in a, a small city, Hildesheim, very beautiful, and yeah, in the middle of, you know, in a lovely place. Aye. Do you out much with the lads? Was it like a, yeah. was it like a drinking culture in yeah, your, with was, you? Yeah, I was heavy into drinking. Not when you were cycling, I hope. No, no, never. Don't, don't, I did actually. Don't drink and cycle. Years later, I had a bad issue. With did you? Well, we'll move on. But, um, and tell us a little bit about uh, this place where you were with the lads and stuff. Um, well, it was called Hildesheim, and um, it was mainly German bars because we were the only one regiment there, and. Um, and so we were just more or less mixing with the locals. It wasn't like squaddy bars mm. and nothing like that. And it was a nice atmosphere. There wasn't trouble and out like that. But drink is a big part of army life, as everybody knows. It is. Uh... And um, that's it. You had your, your work, your adventure training and drinking, really. Mm. And that was... The life sort of life. evolves around it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You have... What I found is, like, uh, if you were celebrating, it was alcohol, if you were commiserating, it was alcohol. If you were up, yeah. alcohol, if you were down, alcohol, fucking just alcohol, basically, yeah. all the time. All the time. And I, obviously, I'm like small, and the amount I was drinking was just fucking oh. unbelievable, like, like spirit-wise, in Germany. Yeah. We spoke about it the other day with someone, and, and that was something like 10 pence for a, yeah. for a spirit. Nothing you know? was and it. So we're drinking pints of spirits, but obviously... Now you now I know about alcohol and the effects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That I probably could have killed me, son. You know, definitely. It's a terrible thing. Right? So, moving on from there, where did you go next? Paderborn. Oh, what was that like? That must have been good. That's good. Uh, oh. There's loads of regiments, as oh. you know. Oh, yeah, I went there with the um, three LA. Uh-huh. I went and stayed there for a bit with them. Yeah, and um, we were lucky in that we had our own regiment. Um, we weren't sort of in a garrison. We were on our own, so it was it was nice. We had Aye. our own swimming pool and that Aye. outdoor swimming pool, which um, in the winter when it was iced over, we have our battle on the Sargoon on twenty first of December, Aye. and that. Um, did the springboard? I was because I was heavy into gymnastics. I was the army champion. Well, yeah. Well, how have you just flung that into the conversation? You never mentioned that before. You never tell us about your bike. Well, I know. But you, we've got to have some secrets. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> we've got no secrets. <laughs> we haven't now, man. The whole world knows about your bike. <laughs> um, so you. Let's not. I was going to say let's not skate over that, but let's not uh, just come past that. Your army. Champion in gymnastics. Yeah. Oh, then tell us a bit about uh-huh. that then, because you might um, think it's an interesting well, story, but I'm lot, intrigued. I've done a lot of gymnastics at school. I'd always hated running the mill things like rugby and football. Right. I was good at good at that. 
And then um, at the time, <clears throat> the early 80s, gymnastics and vaulting and things, you know, with the army, they used mm-hmm. the PTIs. And I ended up doing a ACAIS course, physical training instructor, regimental level. And um, from there was the BAOR Gymnastic Championships up in um, near Paderborn, I forget what it's called, where the training all happens. Um, Sennelager. And then um, I went there for the BOR Championships and I won it. And because I won that, I went all the shot for the Army Championships and I won that. You don't seem like impressed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed. Oh, yeah. Are you like, uh, what I'm well, impressed because I would have I thought think... you would add them sword on your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I could like write them, like write that like inside you, all of my tops. <laughs> I like your twenty-four meters. Barsex Army Gymnastic <laughs> Champion. Right. Um, so how comes you've never mentioned that before? Like? I don't know. It's just not high on me. Well, I've this... had to listen. To, I've had to listen to some of your shit stories, and uh, you know, I've never heard the some... bike one or the gymnastic one. Oh uh, well. Neither lads have heard of her. Um, I think, actually, because our regiment was heavy into boxing, I right. think Laura de Mar, at the same same year as I won the gymnastics, um, one of the other lads, he won the army boxing. And so I was <laughs> forgot about, because <laughs> gymnastics, oh, it's yeah. isn't high. Oh. But winning the army boxing, you're like propelled into a godlike state. Well, right. And so But if you were in a prison kind of swept if, under the garbage. If you were in a prisoner war camp, you could have jumped out of the box while they I dug the tunnel. Quite See? happily. See? Aye. So you would have been you worth your weight in gold then. Aye. I would have been the bloke but who I went round. I would have rounds. attracted attention showing off a bit. Like ah, you would have, man. So. I would have been the bloke who went round blagging stuff, you know, like uh, Clothes and that <laughs> Him and for the escape Sarby. committee. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I would have made. <laughs> so um, after that, did that not sort of put you in a position where the? I know you're saying the boxing obviously takes president, but did that not put you in a position where they sent you other places to do gymnastics? Like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not really. It's a bit weird, though. You see, you would have thought like one, if you win and stuff. Do see, I, I was good at gymnastics, but I was never a strong runner and I think if I'd been good good runner in that they might have pushed us to go on the army physical training call because mm. there was some talk about it and because I did me me Akai's course and I got top student in that and so I had an option to go and do an intermediate course which is a step step further towards a PT core but again drink Mm. Drink has just changed a lot. Mm. Used- <laughs> I got so fat. I used to have my cross swords on. I got so fat I picked them off. What? <laughs> I, was em- <laughs> I was embarrassed to go on parade with my cross swords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait, but they might forget. <laughs> they, might, they might forget. They've seen them all. I'd get pissed and start doing the splits and doing flick flacks and that. <laughs> <laughs> so right after Parabon, where did you go? Um, well, we um, went to Northern Ireland. So how many years are we up to now? You've been in 
Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, that um, must well, you were in the room for two and a half, so we must be looking at four or five now. It was in the 80s, because we'd left Paderborn to go to Northern Ireland. Where did you go in Ireland? Um, what we did was the maze security. All right. And Crumlin Road security. Right. Um, you weren't there when the hunger strike's not on, were you? No. No, it was um, it was around that time. We were there. There was an incident after all this hunger strike carry on, where there was a couple of escapees jumping in the back of the bin mortars, oh, yeah. and I think one of them got crushed to death. Oh. We were there. Laughing. Around, were you there? Laughing about then. Oh. Aye, it was. Oh. <laughs> I'm so, still laughing now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. And then after Northern Ireland, we went to Cyprus for two years. God, you're about the fifth or sixth person we've had on here that spent two years in Cyprus. Aye. Aye? Mm. I must be the only one who didn't get posted to Cyprus. See, I wasn't here long enough, like. Aye, five years. <laughs> Aye. Doing more than enough EQ, aren't you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've been more in the fucking bar. <laughs> bar too. So, yeah. was good? Yes. Uh-huh. Too much drinking, I, I assume. Loads of drinking. And my main sport at that time, I got into sport parachuting. Right. And also, it doesn't sound right for Cyprus, but I was doing a lot of snow skiing on right. the Trudos Mountains in the winter time, And then I you know, got better and better. And I ended up teaching back when we got back in Germany. I was doing a, just a little bit, just the basics. Did you do that Snow Queen? Yeah, I used to go on Snow Queen and oh. like the nigs who'd never skied before, I'd kind of showed them how to do flying snowplow and mm. things like that. You enjoy that? Oh, I loved it. Did you spend like six months of the year doing that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sort of a couple of pills Like Christmas time, just before Christmas, till the end of Feb. Yeah, just for a couple of years uh-huh. I did it. But, it was really, but I went on Snow Queen um, as often as possible. And and do you know when you went back to army life, could you could you get back into it all? Because what I've, mm. the people I know that have done it have sort of lived like civvies for six months and you've gone back to exactly camp, you know, it. and it's... I I found that you just slot back into it. Aye. But yeah, it is exactly like that. You know, any army kid whatsoever. No, no, that's what they said. Like, I mean, I did snorkeling. Must have done that once, and then I did it in the summertime, which I can't remember what it was called. But then you got canoeing and stuff. Yeah. Like that. I I like all that stuff. Aye. It was good, you know. I but enjoyed it. So, we did you stay in Germany for the rest of your career then? Um, I think, yeah, other than going back to the UK for courses and two years in Cyprus, it was spent in Germany. Really? Yeah. So can you speak any German? Um, ambition, a little bit. But oh, is that not, what that meant? Not much. Oh, no. I thought it was that, I meant no. <laughs> I used to have a, a saying that I le- learnt off by heart. Right, what was which, it? Which, since you let us share it, and what's that? Where did you go for your holidays last year? <laughs> if you didn't know German, it sounds kind of good. 
Who I the fuck did you learn that? I don't know. Just uh, spiel some of <laughs> so, Have you used in some German person's just told you how they went on like that? I used to say it, it's just random German people. Oh, it's a, like, did they look at you like, who's hello, this nutter? And why has he got them things on the side of his bike? <laughs> <laughs> So he's corn in his teeth. <laughs> Wait, so you've been in the army now fifteen year. Yeah. Fifteen year and you decided to leave. Yes. And phase three redundancy. Is that what it was? Phase three yeah. redundancy, I and it was it a was it a thing that you wanted to happen? No. 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 Not really. No. Because um, I was married at the time. She's kind of making the, the decisions. I think so. She she, been des- married, she decided that you, you wanted to leave. I yeah. No, it's nice. Well, that's how I would remember it. Oh, she'd probably remember she'd it differently. Probably remember it very oh, differently. Oh. So you leave. Now I I know that you were <coughs> obviously pissed off when you left and back to your parents' house, didn't you? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Because people will um, not have seen the uh, film that we made. Yeah, I was just... It's like being in a massive family one minute and then that door shuts. But to me, it didn't seem to just shut. It just, like, slammed. And I was left not being able to get back in. Mm. And um, I just thought, fucking hell, what am I going to do? And very quickly, depression hit. I went back to my mum's house and um, I remember just sitting down and thinking, what am I going to do? But I'd kind of making plans to do things, but it was looking back on it, the worst thing I could possibly have done. I went and... uh, Again, with you know, we did decide that uh, we'd buy a bar in Spain, and I was so lost, not knowing what to do in my life. I just yeah. So you you some of the you day, were, you had tell us if I'm wrong, but you had an alcohol problem by then, though, didn't you? Yeah. And then so you, buying the bar in Spain, Spain was wasn't a good was, idea. No, I was my own best customer. <laughs> So it was this your wife's idea that bar and spin? Well, it was kind of joint idea. Well, but, uh, she wanted to go to spin, you wanted to get pissed. It's uh, ideal, isn't it? Uh, it, it suits everyone. It, uh, <laughs> but the, the the bands were too small anyhow. Even if we thought about it, we, the bands were far too small to um, take the spin, mm. to try and run a bar and bring children up the same time. Yeah, well, you've got to be in the pub. Well, you would have been in the pub anyway. Uh, but all day you know, all night. Oh, exactly. Sometimes sleep there. So how long did that last then? About a year. We didn't, I didn't come straight home. I, um, you know, there's loads of different English places out there. I started working with a um, car hire company. I could have stayed on. But at that time, my mum started to deteriorate with her health. So I went back home. Um, so it was after about a year and a half. So 94, getting out, getting on for 96. 
end of uh, 95. I came back to the UK. And then what, is, what happened from there? Um, I was in and out of jobs, drinking too much. Um, my marriage, <clears throat> my marriage broke down. Um, I was diagnosed with um, adjustment syndrome, I'm not adjusting to civilian life properly. <clears throat> and then the drinking just got worse again. I became isolated, well, I isolated myself. That's what I wanted. And and then just, the years just went by, really, and I was turned into a totally different person with uh, lots of mental health problems and alcoholism. Mm. I think the social isolation and alcohol, the the effect they have on your body and your mind, mm -hmm. I don't think people realise that, you know, without, without sort of human contact, you know, it, it's terrible for you, like, it's absolutely terrible. But the bad thing about it is you get used to it and then it's terrible when you wanna, you wanna mm -hmm. come out of it, isn't it? That's yeah. more scary because then you think, what will it be like? Yeah. Because you you using alcohol as a crutch for your mental health problems, and then flip side of the coin, you're using your mental health problems as a reason to drink al drink mm -hmm. alcohol, and it's a vicious circle. But you do know, around you, it has to stop. Because um, in with the mental health, had suicidal ideation, and you know when family have asked me about suicide, I wouldn't dare tell them mm. the amount of times I haven't even told you, and I tell you, how, mm. tell you everything. Well, you um, never tell us about the fucking sweet going on the well, bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I didn't even think we had secrets. So, <laughs> so I wouldn't even dare tell them. You know, what I've contemplated, what mm. I've thought about. And how do you feel? So if if we go back, I don't know what year would we be up to now? 2000? Yeah. Yeah. You're in a proper bad place, I. Terrible. And yeah. did you seek any help? Um, the doctors kind of got into a habit of checking up on us and offering us help and um, I used to make excuses at first and then I used to be, why not, we'll try. And then I started like mind and it's very little. What, what good you do or I got out of it would very easily revert into, you know, or very quickly go back to how I was before it. And then um, the same uh, way recovery, you know, they were great and still are. And But the most important thing through way recovery was getting in touch with you. Oh, thanks very much. Well, if we, we, should we talk about, a little bit about that then? So... Um, when I was, uh, I was asked by way recovery to get in contact with you because you were a veteran, and uh, 
he would never answer the phone. So, bizarrely, I went about texting you every day for six months. You did. Mm-hmm. And I used to put a little reminder on my phone to remind us to text you, just to say, are you all right? For quite a bit, you didn't, you didn't answer back. You know what I mean? For quite a bit, you didn't answer back. But I just pursued it, kept mm-hmm. at it. And then we just started texting. And I always remember, and it got to about the six-month mark, and I just said, oh, do you not fancy just having a chat on the phone for a change rather than text? I can't remember what we were texting about. And you went, aye, all right, and I was surprised. So we got chatting on the phone. And then a couple of weeks now, I talked you into meeting us, dinner, mm-hmm. And then you would not You would only meet us at We Recovery in Horton. Yeah. And then you would only meet us in the calf downstairs, yeah. wasn't it? That's and then we had, we had a few meetings and... Once you realised I was all right, it just went from there, and you know. It was amazing. I mean, <laughs> Veterans in Crisis hadn't even started. It was no. before all that. No. He was. It's what I was running for another. Before you set it up. I, it, was, it was the, when I was working for that homeless charity, yeah. it was what the bit I was doing on that. I. But uh, I know that if you don't get... Um, response of somebody than the person trying to help you is supposed to withdraw but mm-hmm. you didn't withdraw no, I, I, and I, I, you, you just kept on and on arrows and oh, well I wasn't going to get beat you know it's not I was letting you beat us you know I, I know like not to the extent of what you've had social isolation because I lived with someone but I was I, when I had me bad but I was isolating myself and drinking and smoking weed and stuff mm-hmm. and the painkillers I was talking and I remember them feelings of being mm-hmm. inside by myself Hoping somebody would text you. Because mm-hmm. what, what happened to me was people were phoning and texting us, but then sort of that dies off a bit because you didn't reply. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. I, and I thought, well, if I, it took us two seconds to text you every day, it took two seconds, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's worked out well. I mean, oh, you've come, God, people wouldn't even, I wish we had a picture. I wish Joe would stick a picture up of you the way you were before. You know, I mean, I think you've lost about four or five stone, haven't you? I've lost uh, close to four stone. Right. Yeah. And? And I'm much fitter. Um, my mental health's a lot better. It's it's not 100% by mm. any means. No, no. I've always said, and I always will say, that um, if you hadn't helped us, if you hadn't done what you've done, I would definitely be dead by now. I would have just drank myself into an early grave. And I, I do genuinely, as you know, or you me life. That's how I think. Uh, I, I let you off with the, the, the funny story about the bike. I think we're squits now. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we, one of the one of the things that sticks in my mind, fucking brilliant laugh, like yeah, when you were at um, Oak Trees, uh-huh. and you were doing the thing. We did the recovery walk, and you t- <laughs> you turned up. It's <laughs> fucking a 16 mile walk. You turned up with a fucking Bergen that looked like you were going away in the Falklands. <laughs> and I was like, why are you fucking going in that? <laughs> and, and at the end, you got a fish and you were that fucked. The Bergen was sticking up above your head. <laughs> Can you remember? It sticks in my mind all the time. I was like, what you got in that burger? <laughs> it was all sorts of stuff. Messed in. <laughs> Sleep bag. Well, he got on a walk. <laughs> Did elk could happen. Elk could happen. 48 hours of rations. <laughs> it just shows you that, doesn't it? That, you know, you get a bit of, a bit of just 
back into reality and back into a thing, you could do something like that. I mean, that was brilliant, what, 16 mile? I mean, think of all the stuff we've done now. We've been to the lakes, Keelder, yeah. uh, we've been to Allen Heads. Been times. Aye. It's, you know, been great. It's been, it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah. The sort of stuff, and I, I, what I do want to have a special mention about is your, the art club, because you're the star pupil in the art club, aren't you? <laughs> and then I wish I'd brought it up. Maybe Joe can get a picture later and just slot it in. So have you seen that yet? Your painting that you did is on the wall downstairs. No, I've not seen that. It's in the in the drop in on right. the wall downstairs. All right. So if okay. Joe can get a picture of that and then slot it in into the thing and show people because yeah. it is really good. Like and the lanterns. Oh, that's right. good. That. Yeah. Do you enjoy the some, art, don't you? We're doing some fantastic stuff with your good uh, partner. All right. Uh, Alison, she's she's meant and she's. So full of ideas, I'm in total awe of her. Right. And we used to think I had quite a few ideas of things to do and that, but she's just amazing. Uh-huh. I think she's she's great. She's, she's, I mean, to be honest, everyone always wants to do the art thing. I didn't think it would kick off as much as it does. I think she said it, a lot. They've got like a sign-in sheet. I think it's like twelve to twenty people going every yeah, week now. Yeah, easy. Well, we've we've sorted it so it's up till Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was only supposed to be for a few weeks, and it's uh-huh. up till Christmas. And then we're hoping to carry it on, like because she's liked it so much, you know. Yeah, and I, I think it's, it's but great. a lot of our veterans getting a lot of um, stuff from it. Uh-huh. You know, we're getting social contact. Yeah, new skills. Yeah, you know, and it's just enjoyment. A young lad. I'm not saying his name, but a young lad uh, put a post on, and uh, he was in there and he did like a something. He put that picture on, and he was saying uh-huh. how much coming to uh, coming to Vix has changed his life. Yeah. But the art thing is even better, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, see, I don't like I, I like art to look at, yeah. but I don't like doing it, so yeah. I can't understand why everyone likes it. Well, I'll make sure I, I pick him up. Aye, just to make sure he gets a. Does he live near you, like? Um, well, I have to make that right. version, but... That's, no, that's good of you. That's, uh, yeah, and I could say he's really enjoying it. No, oh, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you all enjoy it. Like, I mean, we're yeah, gonna, we do. We're, we're also going to be working with Sunderland University and the Glass Centre as well. And then you're going to make something in the Glass Centre. Oh, I'd love one to try one of those spinny things. What, the blown? No, why that? You're doing that? And, Alright, what, what's that? Are <laughs> you having a fucking stroke? Are you, know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you making pot? Alright, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure we can organise that for you. I'm she sure Alison can sort that out for yeah, you, man. Yeah, she's there. Take you down there and do that. Where are you, man? Oh, <laughs> good, you can come by yourself, it. It's just my house for getting fucking loads of clay in it. You know what I mean? Should see, I've even went and bought myself some clay. Have you? The uh, kitchen floor's covered in it. Oh, you need to put it. Pretend you're going to murder someone now and you put uh, plastic on. Yeah. Just do that. That's what we should do in our house. Because sometimes yeah. I am going to murder somebody. There's <laughs> <laughs> any more clear line about. So what do you, what's your plans for the future? What can you see happening? If you think, not so long ago, you didn't think you had a future. You had, no. No? You're going to Weight Watchers all the time. Yeah. Is it Slimming World? Weight Slim Watchers, is that the same? Slimming World, it's not the same. Is it not? No. Oh, too No, fuck. <laughs> well, tell us the difference. <laughs> tell us the difference. Slimming World uh, works. Oh, does it? And you don't get told if you're hungry, go to sleep. All oh, right. Is yeah. that what you tell you in uh, Weight Watchers? Like? 
Is that what you've heard? Like, yeah, is that what you've heard? They'll probably deny that. <laughs> probably will, mate. They'll probably say they the arse of it. Oh, I think you'll be, I think you'll be all right. Um, yeah, I've lost a lot of weight through them, mm. but um, and you don't drink anymore. Do you want to tell? T- do you want to tell the? Tell yes. us your story about sort of the units you were drinking and now the fact that you don't drink at all. Uh, yeah, well, I, I went to um, rehab. Um, after I'd met you, I was mm. gaining in confidence all the time and I ended up, because of you really, going to We Recovery more, attended more sessions there. So Napa is in line for Oak Trees, which is the rehab, 12 weeks, non-residential. Um, and I slipped up once. I got myself. Oh, I can handle this mm. now, but you cannot. No. But I learned a lot from it, so it was worth slipping up at that time. And um, yeah, I don't even think about having a drink. No. No. Best it, thing I've done. And you've basically you've got chocolate and everything and all, haven't you? So. Oh, I still have chocolate uh, craving. I know. I when we went up there. Alan heads, heads and I bought that, that that tub of stuff. You couldn't get it in your mouth quick enough, could you? You're like a crack addict. <laughs> I've never met a crack addict. Not that I'm aware of. Um, but honestly, yeah, I put four pound on just eating Quality Street. Did you? It's yes. weird now because the tub was only pounds for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you've been. What else you've been eating? <laughs> so, what would you if you had? Obviously, we've got this building. If you could have some input, because everything we do with Vix is client-led, so yeah. it's your ideas. It basically, you are all members, yeah, so you no. can all decide what you want to do. So have you got any ideas what you want to do? Or, or you'd like the the whole, everyone to do? Um, I would like the art thing to continue, which I believe mm-hmm. what you're saying it's yeah, going yeah. to, because that's, um, it's good and very beneficial to a lot of people. Um, I would like to see. I don't know if, it, if, if, I mean, we do go away, mm-hmm. you know, but something where we could arrange like a, a two at the battlefields, but that's something I'm looking at, and I'm not saying as a freebie necessarily. Mm-hmm. We could all donate towards it, those who could, and. Uh, because I, 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 I don't want, I think it's unfair to, to keep accepting freebies and, you know, it's, it's, I think it's okay to, mm. to donate towards doing something as well as, you know. Right. Well, that's, that's great, you know. I, I would really like to get in the battlefields mm. and they attack us all. Yeah, I'd like to do that. i tell you what I have been offered. Raven, I've, been, I've been thinking was... Um, Go to the the um, War Museum in Manchester and right. the National Arboretum as well. Okay, well, well, I can sort that without a problem. You can definitely do that. Somebody's already asked us if we want to go in there, so we wouldn't do that. No problem at all. I don't want to go yeah. at a near Day because, no, but I think busy. what we should do is go when the weather's nice. You know, I have a day down mm-hmm. and we'll go down there and then on go to the museum on the way back. Yeah, spend the whole day. Leave early in the morning, get a trip bus on. Aye. Be all right, aye. Oh, I'm definitely up for that. I have been offered because now we work with the Foundation of Light, and this might be something that you're interested in, it might not. But uh, 
to play on the pitch in a game of walking football at half time when we play Blackpool, I think it is. So I don't know, would you be interested mm-hmm. in that? Just walking. It's walking football. There's a lot of laugh at you. No, no, I'll not laugh at you. You always laugh at us? Yeah, you're right, I will laugh at you. <laughs> no, no, it is. It's a, it's a oh, thing right. for people that's had like sort of heart attacks or the overweight or whatever. whatever. And uh, it's like, you, if you, it's for people who kind of think it's a, it is uh, a thing. There's like, they have leagues and stuff. Yeah, I'm still not, not very good with, with crowds, eh? Large crowds, mm. so. I'd, well, even on a Tuesday, you know, I love uh, to see it packed. Shows me that Vix has really took off mm. for everyone. For uh, I like to get away as well. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The way we're fucking playing at the minute, there'll be more people in the in the Gunners than there will in the fucking uh, stadium. That's very true. <laughs> very true. So, out outside, you fancy anything I can try to put in the place? Um, the Christmas dinners and that we're gonna be sorting again this year. Yes, I'm looking forward the to that. The three Christmas dinners. You've got the Christmas party. The Christmas party, you got yes. the kids' Christmas party. I'm away that day. Oh, yeah? Where are you going? Edinburgh. Oh, man. Just a family day out. And uh, I'm sure we'll have all this stuff. Yeah, I, just... We're doing it. Um, we'd, you put your name down for the litter, the, well, civilians call it a litter pick, but it's, we call it Oh, air, yeah, we'll area, do that. Area cleaning. Down, well. down on Rota Beach. Rota Beach, up through the park. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where we're meeting. It's the Marine Walk. Just check Facebook, because you always ah, check Facebook. Yeah. And it's, and I'm pretty horrendous. Uh, I'll, I'll be able to tell you everything, mate. Okay. Right, I want to thank you for coming in, mate. I know you. that you've been nervous, right? I know that you didn't really want to do it, but I wanted you to see how kind of confident you are now. Yeah. You know, the loads of people going to be watch this. When you first sat down, you didn't even want to talk. I mean, if I'm honest, and Joel vouched for us, you crawled under the table like under the <laughs> toilet. So you know what I mean? So I really appreciate you coming, right? Yeah, thank All right, you. Man. And I appreciate everything you no. continue to do. Thanks very much, Buzz. Thank you, man. Cheers.